there is a difference between authentic Italian cuisine and American Italian cuisine. What are the differences? Both very, well, you've been there. Did you see fettuccine Alfredo, chicken Vesuvio, meatballs on top of pasta, marinara sauce, Italian beef, or Caesar salad? <laughs> Please be honest. <laughs> no. Hey, my name is Billy Dad, and I'm a restaurateur obsessed with what it takes to create the most memorable meals ever. Having come up working almost every position in the business, I've seen how there are usually hundreds of details that need to be orchestrated perfectly to satisfy the highest of expectations among all those that food brings together. This mix in chemistry, or lack thereof, makes for mind-blowing storytelling about more than just what's on the plate. So in each episode, with a unique and unforgettable guest, we will discuss the power of food, the importance of coming together for meals, and unravel, explore, and discover a life-changing dining experience that has forever impacted lives. This is the Meal of Your Life Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back to the show. I really, really appreciate all of your support. This has been incredibly fun and there are so many amazing interviews that I've gotten that I can't wait to share. This week is a great one. This is coming live again from the National Restaurant Show, which is again one of the biggest food shows in the world, one of the longest running. And we are at the Meal of Your Life podcast booth in the middle of it all, so it sounds totally energetic and crazy. And my guest is a judge on Iron Chef America, which is a show on the Food Network, which I'm sure you guys have seen. It's where world-class chefs battle even more amazing chefs like Bobby Flay, Jose Garces, Mario Botali, and there are judges, which basically means they have the coolest job ever because they're trying all that awesome food and then deciding who wins. And one of those judges is Chef Mario Rizzotti. He is an amazing, passionate lover of all things Italian food and culture. And it's just so awesome to see someone so in love and so dedicated to not just the food, but the why and the story behind it the family, just all of these great things coming together. Uh, And then taking the old and watching it sort of transform, evolve from the old country to the new, to America today. I just find those stories incredibly fascinating. And I think you're gonna dig it too. Enjoy. You promised we were going to go on a trip to Italy To together. Italy, yeah. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this promise of Italy I, but goes away because... You're too busy. You're uh, too busy. <laughs> I see you, you at the James Beard. I see you running everywhere. You're on TV. I pop in every channel I turn. It's, it's Yeah, there. right. Right. You know? You're the, the one with spots. the Iron Chef jacket. I know. I don't I have... have see this? I only have my free t-shirt but from my company. Well, you're the famous one. Come on, Mario. Ah, that's good. How are you? I'm good, man. Good How's everything you. for you? How do you like the NRA show this year? NRA, the- show, is always, NRA show is always fantastic. We yeah. always have a good time. There's always something new. Yeah, what are you seeing see. new these days? What are the trends well, that are sort uh, of happening? I actually seen, uh, well, I'm at the Bella Vita booth, as you know. I'm one of the resident chefs, so I'm one of the MC over there. So, I, I you know, I love Italian. Uh, I see some interesting new products. One of them I really uh, saw that was interesting is a spreadable Italian beer. Beer? Yes. Spreadable Italian beer? That was interesting. I don't understand. Is it like yeah, a... Yeah. Well, you got to come and see it. butter Yeah, it is. Like, they work the beer to the point that it becomes a consistency almost like honey. Really? And uh, and basically, you can put on your cheese platters. You don't add anything to no, it? or no, just a little bit of pectin. I'm pretty sure they do yeah. to keep it a little bit more solid. But that's That's it. interesting. What are you looking for when you go to a show like the National Restaurant Show? I like to see new things, innovation. I like to see more people 
uh, be more passionate for what they do and show us the passion because this is the time that you can show. That's your business card. I mean, this is once a year. It was one of the biggest restaurant show that we have in the United States. Yeah. And it's amazing to see that people come in and they walk around. They're looking for something new. There might be a new device for their computer system. There might be a new kind of food, a new ingredient, or a new way to make yeah. sure that they can make the customer happy, or a new kind of uh, like ingredients that they yeah. never had before. So new things always help. Yeah, people don't also, realize you know, all the hundreds of things <laughs> that go into or don't go into a meal experience that people then value yeah. forever. This right? is the biggest so restaurant things. of the all the restaurants available in one place and one time for four days. I know, it's crazy. This is like our marathon. Yeah, this is like where you can yeah. actually get a room right upstairs and yeah. go to sleep and then wake yeah. up in the morning and come back in here. So tell me, on Iron Chef, what are you looking for when you are a judge? It's not always just what's on the plate, right? I mean, are you looking for their passion, their... Uh, that is the number skill. one the number one ingredient I look on their dishes. It's called passion. You got it right on the dot. Uh, you got to see if they put passion or they're just slapping something on a dish. Yeah. Because, you know, they have 60 minutes to make four dishes, sometimes five. And that's their time of their life to impress some of the most amazing and knowledgeable judges that they're going to tell you if you can make it or break it sometimes. Have you ever competed it, in that I did not compete. I am not looking forward to it. I was going to say, how how would you approach that? I, I mean, would never. If somebody would ask me, probably I would say, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> it's just like, you know, a lot of people ask me, why don't you yeah. get me an Iron Chef? Right, right. What are you doing? Why don't you get me? I say, you really want to go in a kitchen that you never worked in before. Yeah. You don't know where the ingredients are. You're under the spotlight. You have cameras all over around you, and this is not your kitchen. And you're already so, a judge. You know, you know, Usually so, you compete so that you can become a judge yeah, one no, day. <laughs> in my case, you know, being judging, I mean, you have the best job of your life. Come on, Billy, I'm a judge. But jokes aside, I've always been impressed. Yeah. It's always been uh, uh, an amazing experience because uh, Kitchen Stadium, I think, it is the best restaurants in the planet. What were meals like for you growing up? Uh, you know, and being Italian, I have a lot of influences yeah. from the family. What part you did know, you grow up? In Italy, uh, I'm from Rome, born and raised. Then I moved to Gaeta, uh, south of Rome, where they make the famous Gaeta olives. But, you know, if you go to my website, MarioRizzotti.com, the first thing you see is a small motto that I take with me wherever I go. And this is the answer to you. In Italy, a meal is not a consumption of food. It's a celebration of Dolce Vita. We sit at the table to enjoy the meal, to savor the ingredients, not to just hurry up and go. Same thing happens in the restaurant in Italy. They do one, probably two turns on their tables. Over here you have restaurants, you know better than me, you have many, they turn the tables four or five times. So therefore That's people enjoy, people, re that. people relax. You've been there. Absolutely. You see, you sit down, first of all, they're not open until 7, 7.30 in Italy. And yeah. then you sit down at the table and your meal is a continuous enjoyment an explosion of flavors in your palate and a dining experience all the way. That is the Dolce Vita. You relax, you take your time. The pasta is not going to come out in two minutes. Pasta needs at least seven to ten minutes to cook. So therefore, everything comes out fresh. Not that it doesn't happen here, don't get me wrong. But this is how I grow up as well. So Tell me more about Dolce Vita. Dolce Vita, wow. Dolce Vita. The sweet life. And it's also, you know, uh, and the beautiful life, like the beautiful movie from uh, Roberto Benigni. I, I, I had a lot to learn about Dolce Vita. You need to learn how to enjoy your life, relax, take your time, don't hurry up. 
when you go to a table and you're going to go to eat in a nice restaurant and you want to give a nice bite or the first bite to your dish in front of you, take the bite, close your eyes, and savor what is inside your palate at that moment. That mix of flavor. If there is a marriage between those ingredients or if there really actually feels like this, this, and this are inside, but I don't really understand why they're all together. So, you know, La Dolce Vida, it's a way to enjoy your life to make sure you can enjoy every moment of it because, you know, there is, for me, in my dictionary, there is no word that says tomorrow. I don't believe in a word tomorrow because we don't know if tomorrow we're going to be somewhere around here. Therefore, enjoy it every day. Save the moment and enjoy people around you. Shut off your cell phones. Shut off your devices, iPad, iPod, iPhone. Turn them off. Talk to the people around you. Discuss the food. Learn more about them. Because you want to remember a meal for the food and the company, not for a text message that you received. Is that why you never return my calls, my text message? I'm just kidding. Actually, that's the opposite, by the way. You're the one that occasionally returns my call and my text no, messages. No, no, no. But no, yes, that's why every time I'm at the table, my phone, it gets back on my charging station, and then yeah. I come back. I always believe if somebody really have an emergency, they know my phone number. So you learn that from... You learn that from family. You learn that from Italy. My mom. Is, is that still the case there now? Is it still a strong um, traditional sort of preservation uh, of the family gathering and connection around food? I, I was just in Italy, and I asked my aunt, which is also my godmother now, and she said, Mario, I'm going to make you your favorite pasta. I said, yeah, okay, what time you want me to sit down at the table? She hasn't done anything yet. She had no water boiling or not. She said, get everybody here and sit at the table now. Enjoy. Enjoy the company. Enjoy the expectation of what's coming in on the dish. Don't just sit down there when the dish is done. Smell the air. Smell all these ingredients starting from the kitchen smelling like fresh air. Then all of a sudden it starts to smell like tomatoes. It starts to smell like a good little piece of garlic here and there, some good onions. Just get this experience to prepare you to the meal you're about to have. You know, I know this is the meal of your life, right? But I think that every day it is a meal of your life. You got to enjoy every single moment of it. Put it in your palate, enjoy, savor the flavor, and make sure you use the right ingredients. I love Italian cocktails as well. And, oh, and I love Italian cocktails too. You just have to relax. But don't yeah. forget, in Italy, we enjoy our cocktails with our meals 90% of the time. If you come to Italy to see me and you tell my cousin, hey, tomorrow, 5 p.m., we'll go have a glass of wine at the bar. Cousin is going to turn around and say, Mario, since when you start to hang out with alcoholics? <laughs> a meal is actually well served and accompanied with a nice drink or with a nice wine. But you never just go in a restaurant or in a bar just to get a glass of wine. Yeah. Yes, there are some great drinks out there that I enjoy. Recently, I like something on the sweet side. But recently, I started to do a, a little Prosecco with the amarene fabric inside. I put two amarene, a little prosecco, a little sweet, and wonderful way to start my afternoon. So, always enjoyable, always yeah, relaxing. you're living the good life. Well, you, 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 you good forgot life. my number. If it's not, you could have run it too. <laughs> I see you on social media teaching and spreading that sort of love, joy, and, and, and insight about... You didn't put any likes yet on any of those <laughs> things, but it's okay, I'll get you on that. <laughs> Well, I was eating. See, the problem yeah, is I'm always it. eating and you don't allow me to use you. my phone. That's fine. But um, <laughs> what are you teaching them? 
So personal projects coming out right now are for the love of Italian food. So hashtag for the love of Italian food, number four. I'm trying to travel in America to do something that I found out from the first day I came here that there wasn't right. When I came in America 23 years ago, I was uh, helping a friend of mine in a small restaurant. He was asking me to help him because the dishwasher didn't show up, so I'm washing dishes. The day after, he says, uh, I want you to help me to uh, serve the tables because the waiter didn't show up. And the third day, the manager didn't show up. Well, my first thought was like, do you pay these people? Or, <laughs> but on the other hand, I looked at the food that was coming out. And I went outside and I looked at the sign and it says Italian restaurant. And I look at the food back again and I say, in Italy, we don't have this. <laughs> So, and people love it. What and, was it? You know, like, what kind of There things? was American Italian cuisine, which I dearly respect, I love. But for the love of Italian food is a tour I'm going around the country and educating people on understanding that there is a difference between authentic Italian cuisine and American Italian cuisine. What are the differences? Both very, well, you've been there. Did you see fettuccine Alfredo, chicken Vesuvio, meatballs on top of pasta, marinara sauce, Italian beef, or Caesar salad? <laughs> Please be honest. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, they have to adapt. The Italian-Americans, when they came here, they have to adapt themselves to what they found in this country. They could not find the best of the best of the ingredients. They came here because they were poor. This was the land of opportunity for them. They had six, eight kids, ten kids. They need to feed them. So, garlic, agogo. You know, they had like garlic everywhere. In Italy, we use garlic to give flavor to food, not to kill the flavor of the food. I know... Some of the listeners right now, they're saying, oh, my God, but I love garlic. Yes, you can eat it. On, that's, I'm not saying you shouldn't eat it. Oh, but garlic is healthy for you. Yeah, garlic also keeps you away from vampires, but that's not <laughs> what garlic is meant for. Garlic is supposed to give a flavor to it. My mom used to cook with garlic, so she put the garlic clove in there. She used to poke a few holes in it, get the flavor in the oil. When the garlic turns dark brown, she used to pick it up and throw it right in the garbage. Now they do the... No, I don't want to know what they do, Billy. <laughs> you know, sometimes I work in, I walk in some restaurants and you get out and you smell like garlic. I'm like, uh, okay, next. But, you know, again, that's what my tour is about. And so basically people enjoy to see that we're making some dishes that are typical Italians that they had no idea. And they say, oh, my God, this is so simple, so delicious. We promote, we promote the simplicity as a key of quality. In Italy... My mom used to tell me all the time, Mario, a meal in Italy, it's seven ingredients, most. And then as she always used to tell me, seven ingredients, I forgot to tell you, it's already three too many. Really? So Why is the, that? Because tell you me. have to use, think about it, Billy. You go to a restaurant, and the listener, I want him to think about this too. You go to a restaurant, you open up a menu, and you find a dish has got 16 ingredients on it. What is your palate expecting to taste? A madhouse. <laughs> if you have a nice dish where you have tomato, <laughs> basil, extra virgin olive oil, and sea salt, you're expecting a nice earthy tomato, a great flavor, a very simple flavor in your palate that will help you with the sauce to dress the pasta that is going to make your meal. Sometimes, you know, I, I go to restaurants, Billy, sometimes I go back home and God bless for antiacid and all this medicine because it's like, oh my God, really? How did you do that? I saw a line here, and I'm sorry I have to say it. There is a line for a hot dog stand. <laughs> Billy, are you kidding me? 
I love the hot dog company. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But really, you guys are in the best place on earth right now to find any other different kind of food you want to try. And they're on, online for hot dogs. My second Please. project is actually my cookbook coming out fall 2018. It's going to be an, an authentic Italian cookbook. What's it going to be called? Uh, I will text you the name. Oh, okay. You will be the first to find out. How about that? This is your first book? It is my first cookbook. So this is going to be a book that people will enjoy because they're not going to have to read just the recipe. They're going to understand the ingredients from beginning to the end. They're going to understand the ingredients. That is exactly what I do through my tour. I educate people to understand the ingredients. You know how many people don't know how to taste olive oil professionally or they don't have any idea what's good and what's bad? You know how many people don't know that a real balsamic vinegar is supposed to be sweet with the hint of acidity? And then we used to see this balsamic now that when you drink it, they make you look like a chipmunk, shrink your mouth like... <laughs> so therefore, that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm going backwards. First, I'm going to teach you about the ingredients, and then I'm going to show you what to do with them. You know, when I go to do events, people say it's balsamic vinegar. Oh, I put it on salad. Well, how about you put it on strawberries, vanilla ice cream, lemon sorbet, lime sorbet, filet mignon, pork chops, lamb chops, grilled vegetables, and so on. Is there a, a meal experience that you can tell me about? And I know you hold them so high and you have had so many great ones in your life, but a meal experience that you can tell me about that is just really memorable to you, might have influenced your path? I think the best meal of my life was, and I wish I could have another one again, was with my mother. Every single day that my mom cooked, that was the meal of my life. Today I try to do the same thing with my kids. Every time we're home, we're in the kitchen, all the kids, my wife and I, sitting at the table. I told you, devices off, like it was when we were kids. Enjoy the meal, talk to each other, commenting on the food. And even funny, because in my house, at lunch, my kids, they always talk about what we're going to have for dinner. <laughs> so that's the main conversation. It's, but it's the always meal, about the next meal. It's always about food, food, which is, you know, food is probably the number one reason why everybody gets around and gets together in the same place at the same time. As a meal of my life with my mother, for sure. What did she make? Uh, she used to make anything you wanted to. My mom was uh, a wonderful cook. She always never wanted to sit down at the table and eat, but we knew that during the cooking she's been eating all the time. And, uh, what was her name? It is, her name was Nives, N-I-V-E-S, which sounds weird. It is also a name used in Italy. And uh, she was very passionate for what she did. And she always made sure that our pasta was al dente, the sauce was nice. Now I'm going to make some mom, uh, moms that they're listening right now a little bit mad. But we were, my brother and I, and my father at the table, and... She was actually cooking a meal for each one of us, but each one of us wanted to have a different meal. Separate meals. Separate that meals. That is a good mom because most moms would be oh, like, that is me? not happening. No, and it, and also, you know, at that time and as of today too, we, we didn't use a microwave. So therefore, you know that the meal was coming from scratch from the beginning. Yeah. But the passion that she put in there, that's what I tell everybody, the passion for the cooking, the passion to go to buy the ingredients. Every morning she used to go to the store. We never did the... The experience Costco style. I love Costco, but you know, yeah. if you go there, you need to buy 20 peppers or 15 pounds of meat. Where my mom used to go in the morning and she buy two celeries, just what she one needs. One carrot, exactly. One carrot, one tomato, and that's all she needed. 
and it was always fresh. Was there something special that she made that you really loved? Uh, my last name, as you know, is Rizzotti, and you know, risotto was actually also one of our favorites. Yeah. She used to make a risotto, and she put, she put so much passion into it, because risotto, the real one, takes about 40 to 45 minutes to make it, therefore it's going to burn. Yeah. So you know that there was that creaminess that come out. She used to do risotto with uh, uh, Italian uh, prosecco and the strawberries. She used to make a, a beautiful risotto with amarone wine, and she used to put some balsamic vinegar and shea parmigiano, a little bit of arugula on top. She put a lot of passion in there. So that was that when passion was coming it, right through the food. Yes. When you tasted it, what did you think? When you taste it, you really you really think, Mom. Thank you for putting your heart and passion in this. Thank you for caring about us. Thank you for teaching us what the real good food is supposed to taste like. Because this will remain with us for the rest of our life. All right, everyone, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening this week. My thanks to Mario. You can catch him at MarioRisotti.com or at RisottiMario on Twitter. I also want to thank the National Restaurant Association again for the awesome partnership in giving me this great The Meal of Your Life podcast booth at the National Restaurant Show. If you haven't been and you are a food service fan of any kind, you're in the industry or you're thinking about being in the industry, you must go to this. It's the biggest, the best, the longest running. It is something to remember forever because there is just so much there. It'll definitely change your life if you're in the business. So check it out. And thank you so much for listening and sharing the word about this podcast. I mean, people are just spreading the word and it's really helping to expose it to new and different people. And then people are subscribing and rating and reviewing. If you haven't done that, please do. Or if you haven't told friends and family to, please do. Because not only does that give me feedback when you subscribe rate and review on itunes and stitcher it also tells those platforms to push it out and share it with the world more so we can share these stories far and wide and that's the point it's all about sharing sharing is caring i really appreciate all you guys for your support this is one of the most exciting things going on right now for me in this world and i just really 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 owe it all to you so Thank you very much. If you haven't hit me on social media yet, I'm at Billy Deck on Twitter and Instagram. You can also catch me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Billy Deck. And you can even email me, b at rocketranch.com, b at r-o-c-k-i-t-r-a-n-c-h.com. And if you email me a picture of your review, I'm going to send you a gift. That's just how I feel about it. I'm appreciative. Thank you so much. See you next week.